What's up guys, welcome back to Meetup Plus, we're back with another episode, bienvenidos a todos los que están escuchando este podcast y tenemos un especial muy especial desde Phoenix, Arizona, pero antes de empezar queremos invitar a cada uno de los oyentes que si no han compartido este podcast que lo compartan, si no han se han suscrito en YouTube que se suscriban y que pasen este podcast a diferentes personas para que sea de bendición. So, I'm going to let the guest introduce himself. Voy a dejar que el invitado se introduzca. Buenas tardes, good afternoon a todos, everybody that's watching. Mi nombre es Elias Rivas. Un gran privilegio estar aquí con ustedes esta tarde con Amen. mi amigo Joseph. Amen. Thank Josué. you for being here too. Thank uh, you, thank you for the invite. So, um, le agradecemos por su tiempo por estar aquí igualmente. Y tenemos un testimonio de parte de nuestro hermano que es muy impactante, que... Aunque yo estaba en, 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 en su ministerio de muy chiquito, yo, I kind of knew about it, but I, I didn't know in depth of like, why isn't he here and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, dinos un poco de, de, de cómo fue tu, tu niñez en, en la iglesia o cómo fue la experiencia de ser hijo de pastor en, en empezando un ministerio. Bueno, pues nuestro ministerio tiene 33 años, Amen. acabamos de cumplir 33 años este, en julio, cumplimos 33 años. Uh, so el ministerio, mi, mi papá y mi mamá empezaron a, uh, bueno yo tenía tres años, so desde los tres años estoy, I've been in church pretty much, yeah. the three, a los tres, uh, ahí crecí desde niño, me recuerdo yendo a, a la iglesia, a la, a la oración a las seis de la mañana, a la escuela It's dominical, tough, church pretty much, Every day, yeah, pretty pretty much. I didn't really have a, a, a normal a childhood, you know. Yeah. I wasn't uh, able to be playing with toys and having, you know, a lot of mom and dad time because we were always Busy. in the church. Especially when you're starting off a ministry, your focus at church the whole time. So, yeah, you know, I grew up at church, uh, adolescente, joven, and so now, you know. But there was a time where, you know, I decided to. Get away from everything, because being a, a, a pastor's kid, sometimes you're you're thrown in everything. You know, you're you you hear about people talking about this, people talking about that. You know, we're we're human. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, and they expect you to be perfect. We're not perfect. We're <laughs> not perfect people. All right, we're not perfect. We got mis we we do mistakes, and we we continue to do mistakes. But you know, that's that's uh, something that led me to get away from the from the from the from the path sure. with God and yeah. stuff like that. So, so um, what is the reason or what were the reasons that separated you from from church? And when I, like, at what age was it? Well, to be honest with you, I since I was probably like 15, to be honest with you, I was living life, worldly life, not going to lie, not going to sit here and pretend that I was an angel. I wasn't. I was going to church because I had to go to church. <laughs> I was a minor. I was 15, 16, 17, even to 19, 18. You know, I, I went to church because I had to, but I was not living a Christian life. Mm -hmm. I was doing the worldly stuff. I was doing the house parties. I was doing all kinds of stuff, you know, when you're a teenager. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, did the whole, um, once I got older, 21, 22, I started um, doing it more, you know, clubbing and drinking, doing all kinds of stuff. Until it got to the point where uh, my parents, they actually, they're like, hey, you know what? You can't be doing that no more. Either you have to pick, either you, you, you stay here at church and follow the path or you go your way and live life. And I decided to live life. You know, yeah. I, I left and 
the also the whole like like I said, being a uh, pastor's kid, it's like they expect you to be perfect. They expect you to do all kinds of stuff. Like I grew up in an era where it was really religious. Like me having a beard probably pecado. <laughs> you know what I mean? Me having a fave like this or a heck like that is like against against church. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's back in the days. Now I mean, thank God we're it's not like that no more. <laughs> you know, that we we can do certain things and we not don't like get strict. Exactly. Yeah. So that also led me away from that and you know, like I said, there's always people that talk here and there and you know, about your parents, about your brothers and you know, like I said, we're all, we're humans, you know what yeah. I mean? You don't wanna hear that. I bet you don't wanna hear someone yeah. talking about your pops, right? No, it's, exactly. It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. So I, I got away from all that because I just didn't want to hear all that negativity. I didn't want I was hurting myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hearing all that stuff because I would want to get up and go beat up somebody. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That's true because <laughs> like um, me being a pastor kid myself, it like it hurts and it like puts why well, it, it would put some type of feeling in me against others when you would hear like people talk about your parents. Exactly. Mostly people that I knew my parents helped out like. Mm -hmm. Like, I would see my parents, like, give um, their time or they would sacrifice their stuff to go help out this person. And then months later, they would walk out of church and talk, like, crap about them. Exactly. And it hurts you. But that's true, too. Cause like, um, my dad said it a few weeks ago, too. He was talking about that subject that um, the the people from church, their kids could do something. And it's like, all right. But yeah. if, if I do the same thing, it's a whole different story. It's like a... It's like a higher bar, I guess, that they put on pastors' kids. So, um, is that what led you out of church? That, that exactly that 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 will, that's what it was. You know, a lot of people like uh, talking stuff, talking smack. I mean, imagine someone talking about your dad and you're in church, but you don't you don't you're not full of God. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Your first reaction is, oh, "I'm about <laughs> to knock this dude out." <laughs> to be honest with you, you know what I mean? And I just got tired of getting pointed fingers and this and that. So I was like enough is enough. I'm going to live my life and I'm going to do me. Obviously, in the back of my head, I always I always knew, you know, like my family was Christian. Yeah. Actually, I never, when I was in the world, when I was living the worldly life, I never, when they told me what religion are you, I would say my family's Christian. I would never say I was Christian because honestly, I wasn't living yeah. a Christian life because there's people out there like, oh, I'm Christian, but, but are you not. really Christian? Yeah. You're, your, your family probably is, but you're not. Yeah. So that's something that uh, I would always say that like, my family's Christians, you know, my parents are pastors, but I'm not, you know, mm -hmm. I don't follow the religion. I believe in it, but I just don't, I, I don't live that life. And like in school, when when your friends at school would know that you were a pastor's kid, how was that like experience? Um, They were just like nothing, you know, like really? nothing. Yeah, because they don't know, you know what I mean? They don't, oh, they don't know okay. too much. I didn't go into detail with them and stuff like that, you know. They just oh, knew I, I went to church. I'd be like, oh, they'll call me and be like, hey, hold on, I'm at church right now. When I'm done at church, I'll meet you up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they, they didn't know, like, uh, exactly what they like in depth. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Because, yeah. uh, well, my experience was different because I didn't really like talking about my family because they were Christian, mm -hmm. and I didn't want anything to do with church. Cause no. So I would be like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I am. <laughs> but it was like... Uh, like how the Bible says that if you see the vergüenzas de él, él mismo se avergonzará de ti. So when I would say that, it would like be like, oh, I messed up. But but like during those years of high school, like people just want to like stand out and like be friends with everyone. Mm -hmm. And what what was um the the things that kept you in the world? Like what attracted you from the world during that time? Well, what time are we talking? Are we talking high about when my high school years or my my little bit grown up years? 
talk about high school first. High school, well, high school, like I said, high school and all that was always uh, in and out, in and out. I was always in church, but not really in church. I was I had one feet in, one feet mm -hmm. out. I was living both lives, you know what I mean? So, I mean, the friends, the girls, I'm not gonna lie, girls, parties, you know, living that that fast life. Yeah. You know, not spending my time at church for four <laughs> or five hours at a time, you know. So that that's what what kept me out, the friends, the party. Females. What, what about your adult years? Was it like the same, the same uh, attractions that you had, or was there different stuff that attracted you when you got older? Uh, yeah, you could say the same stuff. The same you know, stuff? the but now there's more I could do it. I was doing it full time, like without hiding nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you're was, older now. Yeah, that was more in the open. Like yeah. I didn't care if, like, let's say, una hermana me mira. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, what, I'm not hiding it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wasn't hiding it. I had no shame. I was. I lived my life. It like was the same thing. Partings, but now it's clubs. Yeah. Drinking. I was. I can drink legally. Yeah. Now, you know what I mean? The clubs come drugs, come females, all that friends. You know what yeah. I mean? You're working now. You got money. Money. Tables, bottles, all kinds of stuff. And trips. And like you said, like uh, when you were 15, it was different because you didn't really have a say of like. Exactly. I had to hide do. it. Yeah. I had to hide it a little bit, you know, for my family, for my parents. I had my ears pierced. I remember I was little. I was 15, Damn. 15, 16, about there. And every time I would take them off before I went to inside of the house. And they never noticed the horn? Well, they did, but they never really, they never saw me with them. Oh. You know what I mean? And and when your parents found out that you were, like, not interested in church, what was their reaction about it? Um, I'm never hurt, but they knew, like, if they left it in God's hands, that everything was going to work out fine. So it was never, like, a... a because we see, well, at least I've seen in church, like, different families, how they treat, like, situations. And I've seen parents that, like, fight with their kids about it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen other parents that, like you said, they just leave it in the hands of God. So there was never, like, that tension of fighting well, and fighting. Well, my parents in the younger years, it was, like I said, they had authority over me. Yeah. So it was that you have to go to church, you have to go to church. And I did the opposite. The more that they would push me, the more that I would fall back, fall back, yeah. fall back. But once I got to age, they gave it to the point where, okay, he's of age. Leave it in God's hand. There was, if the whole pointing fingers and go to church or this, this, and you need God wasn't working, so they took the other way. Let's just leave it, leave it yeah. and fasting, praying, pactos. That's what they were doing. And um, now that you see how the world is living and how you lived it in your experience in those times, do you think times have changed of how easily – sin is available for the teenagers now oh yeah easy easy if i had what you what generation <laughs> has right now man i probably would have still been the world to be honest with you you know what i mean How, i probably would have had kids everywhere to be honest. <laughs> you know i mean there's a lot of the snapchat instagram yeah. you know there's a bunch of dating sites now all kinds of stuff it's like in the click of a phone back then i was used to the flip phones the sidekicks you know what i mean i don't even know what that yeah, is exactly <laughs> the, the ra I don't know if you saw the razors, that razors. No. no see, yeah. See, I don't even know what that is. There was no, no Instagram, no Facebook. There was MySpace. You know I've mean? heard about it, but I never, like, knew what it was. Yeah. Is, is it, like, a type of Facebook? Yeah, almost. Yeah. A huh. little bit more or less, less than Facebook. Oh. Yeah. And MySpace, you could put, like, music and stuff like <laughs> that. It was funny. But I did have MySpace. How I Bobby Valentino in the Bobby house. Bobby. Where <laughs> could we find you in MySpace, by the <laughs> What's your underscore, bro? <laughs> And then, uh, uh, what was what attracted you to leave the world? What attracted me? Um, what, what made me? Or yeah, what made you leave the world? Well, 
my brother uh, Misael, shout out to my brother Misa. <laughs> he had, he had an accident. He had an accident. Uh, I think it was like on the Fourth of July weekend. He uh, this guy was trying to impress females. I know he was. <laughs> <laughs> He's married now though, by the way. He's good. But um, he jumped uh, from like I think a roof or something to jump into a pool and he slipped and he broke yeah. his back. So during that time, I was like I said, I was already in the world. No shame, no nothing out there. Um, during that time, I already kind of had a feeling in my heart that, you know, uh, it's time to change. I can't be living this life forever because I was getting much older. I was already like 27, about to be 28. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I can't be partying every every day with these kids and stuff like that. I need to find a, a, a wife. I'm, you know, I was thinking about the future. So yeah. in my back of my head, I was like, okay, you know, I need to and stuff like that but I didn't have I was just waiting I guess I was just waiting for like the next day the next day you know what I mean but that actually accident that happened my mom called me he's like hey mom never called me I remember I was at the club I was chilling at the club and I saw my phone come from my mom and I was like oh something must happen because they never called me so they called me and they're like hey your brother had an accident so I rushed to the hospital and then me seeing my brother like in the hospital bed all like with the was that was that when he uh cracked his head? Yeah, over yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing him there, that 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 switch like that, like uh, something switched on me that I was like, you know, enough is enough. And from that day, like literally, when I said it was a, like a switch, like I I dropped all my friends, I stopped going out, like I blocked everything from one day to another. Cold turkey, yeah. cold turkey, and, and to this day, bro, to this day, imagine leaving like the drugs, the alcohol. The partying, your friends, the females, from one day to another. That's crazy. Yeah. And what was their reaction about it? Like, when when you told them, this is what I'm going to choose now, what, what was their reaction about it? Well, they were happy, but they at the same time, okay, let, let's, let's, they've been down this road before, you yeah. know, like, let, let's see if it's for reals. Um, and uh, shout out to my parents, because actually, Misaela was the drummer at that time, and he still is now, but at that time, he was the drummer, so he cracked his head and back. So they didn't have a drummer, it's during Aniversario. So... They didn't have no drummer. Not, I mean, I'm a drummer. Yeah. Um, not that good, but you know, nah, I, I could keep a beat. I could keep a beat. He's sick. He's pretty sick. <laughs> and I then, um, so I told my parents, like, hey, let me play drums. And this is me coming from the streets. Yeah. Literally coming from the, the next day, coming from the streets. They took a leap of faith. They're like, okay. Because they knew music was something to keep me away. Yeah. Uh, keep me away and keep me, like, involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they gave me the green light and then. From that day, I've been here. It was it was like my experience too, cause I, I like music as well. But my parents knew I was like in the wrong path, but they always motivated me to be yeah. in the worship team. And I think that's really important that like parents sometimes don't believe in their children and like mm-hmm. changing. But I believe that them giving you that chance of like go up there and and do it, I think that was a pretty good uh, choice that they made. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know they took a big risk because I mean, everybody knew who I was. They know this. I mean, this mm-hmm. this guy's not not straight. You know, he's not. And it's good. a big church. It's, and it's a big yeah. church, and they took that risk of people saying stuff. And I knew they were gonna say stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take it in the chin. And I'm gonna prove everybody wrong. Yeah. And to this day, you know, like my big motivation was my parents, my family, because I know uh, they suffered a lot during the times that I was gone. Mm-hmm. I I missed a lot of times with them, like with my siblings and stuff. Like it was me going back to church was like uh, me getting to know everybody back, like my family. 
like getting to know them again because I was we were so far connect uh, not connected because they were so in church yeah and that was a whole different lifestyle and like uh, a pastoral family most of the time is in church exactly so, um, I think Ramiro said this that that some pastor told them that if he wanted to be more with the family he had to be more in church mm-hmm. and that's true because like as a pastor's family we're always here every exactly. day of the week exactly and what what do you wish you knew back then that could have prevented you from from falling into like that that darkness of the world the the consequences of all the mistakes that you did that could come back to haunt you yeah. when you're like good and straight because there's a lot of mistakes that I did in the past to this not to well I could say I got rid of them already but yeah. they came back creeping little by little back you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the mistakes that you did back in the days when you were younger. That you probably don't even remember. Don't even remember come, came back to me. That's crazy. Now that I was like trying to be straight. And I know that was uh, uh, from the enemy, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? But I wish like that, that stuff right there. I wish I was like, okay, don't do this because 10 years later, that's going to come and affect you. Yeah. Type of thing, yeah. And in your life, like what what has changed ever since since you came to Christ? Like did you have a bad attitude like? Uh, everything, everything, everything. I mean, my attitude was bad. I mean, it's it's, it's better now. <laughs> Is it wor- you're working on. <laughs> I was still under <laughs> construction. No, I mean, I, I'm better now. But yeah, I was I was my 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 temper was bad. Uh, like, you know, I'm not, I'm married now. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's changed. I have kids now, so yeah. I mean, my uh, my way of thinking more positive. You know, thinking about. Now I think about the the present, the future, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and leave the past behind. And now that you have kids, what would you like to teach them that you learned about this experience? To never, never, never get influenced by your friends. It's a big one, huh? Yeah, During don't school? let your friends tell you what to do or this is the good way. No, none of that stuff. Be your own, you know what I mean? Yeah. Follow Christ, you know what I mean? So... That's what I would tell my kids, you know. More now in school, that, that that's a big thing now in school, huh? Like peer pressure and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Tough. That's why I think I'm going to have uh, Misa. Misa's a teacher. I'm going to have Misa teach him. Yeah. <laughs> Misa teach him. <laughs> Put some discipline in them. <laughs> and uh, going back to, like, where, when you lived uh, during this time, what's one experience that you remember when you were in the world that God took you out of and you knew this is this is God? Oh, it's mercy. Wow, so many, but the main ones were, I used to love to drink. I ain't gonna lie, I used to love to drink and drive. And there were situations where I don't even know how I got home. You know what I mean? And all I can think about is like, wow, that's God's hand. That's my uh, my parents' prayers. Yeah. My parents' uh, pactos. My parents' ayunos. Because if it wasn't for that, I honestly, I think I would have been dead or locked up. Because I was doing some some dumb stuff. Some we, dumb stuff. We've seen a lot of people die from that too. Exactly. So, that's crazy. so I, I mean, my hands are blacking out, not knowing how you got home. Damn. You know what I mean? And like, mm. I, it's like uh, stuff that are inexplicable. Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't say that this is like normal. That that people just black out and go home is like God's mercy over. Exactly. That was over your life. Mm-hmm. So any last words that you would like to give the youth? Are we done? The youth. <laughs> <laughs> Valentin's cutting, Bobby Valentino's cutting us oh, out. come on, Bobby Valentino. <laughs> <laughs> Any last words that you would give to the youth or, like, the the people that are out there right now in, in that type of lifestyle? 
um, come to Christ. Come to church. You know, get yourself involved. If you're a youth that's still struggling with certain things, trust me when I say you can change. If I change, you can change. I mean, when I mean I live, I live the worldly life, I live the worldly life. Like, no shame, party, clubs, females, drinking, smoking, all kinds of stuff. But that only lasts for a moment, you know what I mean? And, and when the friends are gone, you're lonely, you know what I mean? You feel empty. So come to Christ, you know, Christ is the way. You know, it might be hard at first, but if you involve yourself in church with youth, with doing things at church, trust me. You're going to change. And that's what helped me. You know what I mean? Right. Me involving myself in church, like blocking everything. Like I was like blocked. The first thing, like another thing, the first thing you want is like if you want to change, you're going to change. But if you don't want to change, you're not going to change. So like you it's up to you. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah, it's up to you. Like if you really want that change, it you have to work for it. You can't say, oh, I want to change and still be hanging out with friends that you know that are going to influence you to bad things. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I had a, I ha I had a cut my friends that was the hardest thing for me cut my friends because i was used to hanging out with them every day and to this day like i probably talked to one of them but they respect me you yeah. know he respects me he knows he knows what's up he knows i go to church he they don't they don't he doesn't invite me to go out or anything like that but most of my, my friends they're all married now but mm -hmm. i don't i really don't don't socialize with them anymore. yeah so that's the big thing is friends and Get yourself into a church that has a, a, a good youth group. I wish I had a youth group like the youth group that you guys have, that my church has. Yeah. I wish I had that when I was growing up because I didn't have none of that stuff when I was growing up. You know, I had just hermanos pointing <laughs> fingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Who wants to go to church like hearing stuff like that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or just like it was boring. Yeah. Now church is more more active, more more. There's more things to do for the youth, for the kids, for the adults. You know what I mean? Mostly when you guys are starting off, it's like, cause there's no youth around, huh? It was just like oh older yeah. people. Well, man, I mean, I was in the '90s, bro. You know what I <laughs> mean? <laughs> the hermanos pentecostales. Yeah, bro. They had to wear a falda all the time. You know what I <laughs> mean? Couldn't wear a hat. And going back to what you said about like, uh, if you want to change, you will change. Was there any times that you would like tell yourself, "I'm gonna change," but something like made you fall again in, into that oh sin. all the time friends Friend. we go back to friends bro we go <laughs> back to friends friends lead you to bad things the bad friends yeah. you know what i mean the bad friends it just takes a phone call hey we're gonna go out all right you're there then we're gonna say hey get a drink bro here yeah. come on man stop being a girl <laughs> yeah, you know, it's real, easy bro. so you don't need those friends you thus is the first thing you need to cut your friends the peer pressure yeah huh? cut your friends and that's 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 one of the main things and you want to and have it in your heart in your mind that you want to change because if you know style something then like you're gonna fall back again easily easily Dedicated to it and that's that's happened to me i wanted to go back to church so many times before but i always fell back because of my friends mm -hmm. i would go to actually i would go to church when i was in the world i would go to church because i wanted to spend time with my family and that was the only time to spend time with my family yeah. when it was like church time but i'll be like i'll go to church but you guys have to take me out to eat <laughs> <laughs> and did you guys would go out to eat yeah, after, they, after sunday yeah. school and I would tell my family, don't, don't, um, um, when you guys are up there, don't say I'm your guys' kid, okay? So a lot of people for a while didn't know who I was. They just saw me walk in. They're like, who's this kid? Damn. Hugging, you know, pastora and pastora. Because I didn't want them, like, don't mention me at all. Like, don't post about me. Don't say nothing about me because I didn't want nobody to. Was there any time that you, like, um, you know, like how the devil puts things in your head? Was there any time that you regretted being the pastor's kid? Oh, yeah. Bunch of times. But I was, uh, <laughs> I mean, you can relate. I mean, there was times I was, I was like, I wish my parents were just regular people or we could just, you know, 
be able to go out all the time, you know, yeah. like be able to do things. You know, I was, if my parents weren't pastors, I think my, my parents would have been like good business people, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And they still are good business people. Shout out to my dad out there. <laughs> but I mean, you know what I mean? I think we would have, I, I, I went to Pensaya, we would probably be more financially stable, you know, mm -hmm. instead of being at church all the dang time. Yeah. Stuff like that, but yeah. Would you, what was like the biggest, um, discouraged me about being a pastor's kid like what did you hate the most at that time the people like <laughs> trying to go to church every day yeah you know what i mean can't sit i couldn't be my parents were strict with me i had to sit in the front all the time the i couldn't sit in the back no <laughs> <laughs> the the i imagine like because i i know they're strict like with your with the church in general and mm -hmm. that's what like made you guys grow so i can imagine that was pretty tough like growing up as your own kid mm -hmm. no no we're, we're we're strict now but it's not like back then it was more like pointing f people were pointing fingers at you so you, you you know growing up like in the 90s you know what i mean early 2000s it's crazy bro good thing i was born in 2000s yeah but a lot of people coming with mentalities like weird ones you know like uh they still think like um how like they don't how can I say it? Like, they're still stuck in, like, the the, the thinkings of, like, that, that type of year, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember, I don't know, I'm going to say it. Like, there was a, a time where the songs that we would play were wrong to other oh. people because, y you know? Like yeah. Yeah. Like, like, the whole rap situation. You know, when you yeah. used to play, like, rap or like a thumb, people would be like, what the heck is this? Yeah. Like, like, like like how do you can, how can you grow up in the, in that you know what I mean? I mean, how do you expect to go to church when you can't even you know what I mean? You're gonna get pointing fingers yeah. at. Come on. Like people that think that the how you said that rap is not from God or like um, like the people that like rancheras that yeah. are not from God is like it's tough to deal with those type of people because like those songs are praising God like there's nothing wrong with it mm -hmm. but I mean those people you know <laughs> yeah I'm pretty sure you've seen a lot of them like growing up in church. Mm -hmm. So now now these days like I said it's it's a lot more easier to mm -hmm. follow Christ because there's a lot more things. There's more doors open now. You, you can accessible. listen to rap now, Christian yeah. rap. You like uh, banda, there's Christian banda. You yeah. know what I mean? You like worship, there's wor obviously worship. There's Christian reggaeton. There's all kinds of stuff. You know what I mean? Like there's no reason that you could say like, it's not for me. Like there's ev there's literally everything out there for us to reach Christ exactly, in this time. Yeah. Exactly, all kinds of so, stuff. So thank you for being here. Thank you for giving us your time. Thank we know you, you came you. from seven eight hour drive and we thank you and your father for being here thank you thank you it was a powerful service if you guys weren't in sunday service you guys missed it missed but out. uh thank you for your time again thank you for giving us your testimony and for you guys out there that haven't listened to other podcasts we have more out there for you guys we have uh i'm thinking about like more than 10 more than 15 we, we know we have a, a few that you guys can listen to so go ahead and share those we know there will be a blessing for each and every one of your guys' life. And we'll be back with the next one another Wednesday. Thank you, guys. Laters. Peace.